2: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. He's a Navy Marine Corps veteran. Uh He also has. He's also bringing to the table twenty years of financial experience, yeah. uh, and he's going to be our subject matter expert today to talk about the recent Reddit Wall Street crisis. Uh, so we'll start right here, Uh Dave. What happened? What is this Reddit versus Wall Street issue uh, that has unfolded in the last couple of days?
1: Well, I think it'd be, it can be summed up in two things. It was a, uh, a mathematical problem that morphed into a basically a social movement where you had a hedge fund who had shorted. Uh, over 100% of the float of a stock. So a float of a a particular stock is how many shares are out there in the market that can be sold and bought. And GameStop had been shorted uh, at the peak uh, 142%. So a hedge fund was placing bets on GameStop that it would go down. Um, And it was... At 139%. So basically, they're shorting more stocks that are out there in the free market. And somebody at Reddit discovered that. And there's a lot of smart people on there. (laughs) Uh, They discovered that. And what they decided to do was uh, start buying the stock. So when you're short, it's supply and demand. It's like going to Costco and buying toilet paper four months ago. If there's no toilet paper there and they get a couple a couple bags in there, the price goes up. Uh, but what happened with the hedge fund was is the shorts, they had shorted the stock and as the stock price started ticking up, they had to cover those short sells. So this, the the hedge fund was essentially selling short out of its savings account and then having to buy those stocks back from its checking account. So it was basically a, a self-perpetuating snowball that was basically they had caused themselves. Somebody somebody at Reddit had noticed that and said, hey, here's what we can do. We can can start buying stock. And what that does is it accelerates the snowball and makes it bigger uh, because they have to produce those shares when a retail investor starts buying it, thus causing the uh, price to go up.
2: But why? Why do that? What's the point of accelerating this whole thing? Why? Why would we want to drive the price of the stocks up and stick it to the hedge fund?
1: Well, that's that, that, that's been the common theme since two thousand eight. I mean, if you look at if you look at the feeds off of Reddit, you know, all the people that are investing on there, they're investing six hundred a thousand dollars, and the stories you read on there. Are people, you know, I'm making a broad generalization, but they say you know it's the millennials against the boomers, you know. And if you look at all the the people that are on Reddit and, and and what they're what they're saying and what they're selling, these are all young kids, and I use that term relatively compared to us, that are in their early 20s, who in 2008 were in middle school or grade school, and their and their parents lost their homes and their businesses and everything. From the financial crisis and when that dust settled they were out of their house and they were financially ruined and what happened to the banks they were bailed out by the they were bailed out by the us and they just kept on going so they they saw an opportunity there to punish the hedge fund where they would have to cover their shorts and you have people on Robinhood that are, that are investing you know, $600, $2,000, $4,000, which is their entire net worth, and they're waking up four days later with $20,000 in their bank account. And if you look at some of the stories, and some of them may be anecdotal, but you, you, get, you get stories in there about people wanting to get surgery for their dog, or they wanted to go do something else or get something repaired on their car. You know, taking $600 and turning it into $4,000 in a matter of two days is a is a significant winner is a significant win for the little
2: guy. So, two questions here, and you know, the first question is maybe a, a redundant one, but a lot of folks don't know what is a hedge fund. I think a lot of I, I think a lot of uh, people are getting this idea that a hedge fund is just a bunch of rich people looking to make looking to get richer.
1: Uh, I, I, a hedge fund is an investment vehicle. And they, they, they are making investments, uh, both shorting and, you know, they may buy Apple and, and do long-term holds and all that kind of stuff. It's basically an investment vehicle. But they are able to use massive amounts of liquidity and cash to push stock prices in the direction that they're going. So GameStop, for example, I mean, everybody knows GameStop, their business model – And and how they've been doing over the last five years has not been good because, you know, it's a brick and mortar store in the malls, which are going away and where you can go in and buy a video game. So everybody knows if you got an Xbox or a PS5 or whatever they got now, you can download all that stuff off over the network. So why go, you know, why go to a a brick and mortar uh, store? So these hedge funds go, hey, look at GameStop. You know, they're not making any money. They're close to bankruptcy, all this other kind of stuff. And they open up these incredible short positions on the company. They get on TV and they go, yeah, GameStop's falling apart. Their revenue's horrible. They're going to miss and all this other kind of stuff. And people are like, the emotion takes in. I own GameStop in my, for example, I own GameStop in my 401k. Oh my God, I don't, I, I'm not going to, they're horrible. They're going to be out of business in two years and they sell which causes the price to go down. So if the price started at $10, for example, and the hedge fund sells it short, they get paid those shares. They sell $10 million worth of of GameStop. They get paid that $10 million immediately. And as the stock goes down, they buy it back at $5 and they keep the difference. And when you have that much money, you're able to push the stock around And also using, um, you know, whatever venue of social media or TV or financial network or anything like that, they can push those prices down. And I think the people at Reddit finally got fed up with it. And they they just said, hey, you know, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to put our army together of $600 times 2.5 million people. And we're going to start buying the stock and we're going to we're going to we're going to make them cover. Um, so that, that's, that's the overall, uh, distaste and dislike for big business and these big hedge funds and these big banks. And, and you read, you read news all the time about, you know, big, big brokerage firms manipulating commodity prices and things like that. And they get paid. But at the end of the day, like I said before, you know, this morning, somebody woke up this morning and last night had in. Um, GameStop at five hundred a share, and I think it's at like two thirty right now. So their four thousand dollar life savings is now worth two thousand dollars.
2: These folks that went in and purchased. Uh, one of the reasons I'm doing this show, this particular segment, uh, we are connecting vets. We typically cover veteran uh, and service member related stories, but what caught my attention was I was on a veteran forum on Facebook in one of the groups and people were talking about this and I don't know if they were kidding. I don't know what level of sarcasm some folks were talking about. Cause we're service members. We we say stuff all the time, but uh, some folks were asking like, how do I pull my TSP out so I can right. get in on this? Uh, right. uh, there is rumors of soldiers turning, you know, showing up in, in into formation. They're like, I just made $50,000. Yeah. This is, this is having a ripple effect into uh the veteran community and a lot of veterans are on fixed budgets uh they're mm-hmm. you know they're disabled they might see this as an opportunity to make money like you said uh tell me about some of the dangers that lurk here because it feels like there's more to this than meets the eye the the,
1: the first big danger is we're 4 days into this and we are in the middle of the unwind that had already happened two days ago or three days ago. So anytime this starts happening, the wheels are already in motion. The mechanics and the mathematics uh, and the machines that are doing the trading and 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 in control of all this stuff has already happened. So that's the first thing. Number two, you know any investor will tell you you got to do your due diligence. you got you, you you have to. You know, you got to investigate and research companies based on fundamentals. And it's so easy now to get the Robinhood app where they just, you it, you know, you put your 500 bucks in it and you can start doing it immediately. And also um, it's the after hours trading. If you, if you saw any news reports about, uh, you know, GameStop the last three or four days, you know, it'll go up 150 bucks during the day. And then after hours, I'm sure you heard that, the after hours trading, those aren't retail investors. Those are banks. Those are big people with a lot of money that are moving that stock around um, in the middle of the night. And then the next day, you're either the benefit of it or you're the victim of it, like which which happened today. So, um, you know, it's like, You know the YOLO, right? The the, you only live once. You know, you only live once. That's all over everywhere, you know, and that's what people are doing. And you know, you talk to any you talk to any uh, uh, investor or financial advisor, they they will advocate maybe three to five percent of your portfolio as speculative speculative money. You know, buying you know really really small cap You know, really really small cap company that you know maybe is is uh, in a disruptive technology that may be inventing something that that could be a big hitter or something like that. But, you know, when, when people are taking significant chunks of their uh, like, you know, their savings or their investment um, account and putting it in this kind of stuff, they, 99% of the people are going to lose it. You will lose your money very, very quickly. Just like today, no control, Whatsoever. You buy one share last night and it's five hundred dollars a share and it opens this morning at two forty or two fifty. Half of your money's gone and it's never coming back, you know.
2: How did these uh how does this Reddit style guerrilla trading affect the actual companies? How would how does this stock uh inflation affect GameStop, AMC, and Blackberry?
1: Well, it doesn't affect the company. It doesn't help them. It just runs their stock price up. And you know, if I was at, <laughs> if I was running GameStop right now, I would have sold. I would have done a, I would have done a second public offering yesterday at five hundred dollars a share and raised nine hundred billion dollars of the capital. That's what I would have done. But uh, uh, that's a very good. That's a very good. Uh, very good point, though, because the hedge fund that was shorting GameStop. It bankrupted them basically in like two days. It was like $2.7 billion. So the first thing they did was they had a margin call. So whoever was fronting them the money said, hey, here's the deal. You need to pay your bills. You owe us $2.7 billion. So what does the hedge fund do? They start liquidating some of their long-term holdings, which were good companies. And and you saw those last night. Uh, I mean, I bought, I bought several. I bought several yesterday, go down 10% for absolutely no reason at all. That company just went down 10% because the hedge fund that was holding their shares had to sell them and put pressure on their stock price. And then it woke up this morning and the stock went back up immediately eight or 10%. So it has, it has effects on other, other portions of the market. How much it, how much it does, um, you know, it remains to be seen because right now, in my opinion, it's artificially manipulated. You have several brokerage firms that got up this morning and said, you can't buy those stocks, you know. I swore we were in a, I swore we were in a free market economy, but you know, there's, you know, Robinhood and so, several other brokerage houses basically just said you cannot buy GameStop. We're not, we're not allowing it, which is to me is is completely mind boggling. So, and then that carries over to like I said, people are like, okay, I can't get into you know some you know some E three that's on base and has 1200 bucks in a savings account goes, Oh, I can't, I can't, I can't buy GameStop. It's 500 bucks a share. I can only buy two shares, but everybody's talking about AMC theaters. That's only six bucks a share. I can buy a whole bunch of that stuff. Um, And the mechanics without researching are nothing, are are nothing, uh, nothing alike. AMC does not have the short float that um, GameStop had. They the, the, the mechanics and the math is not there, and it'll never get there. So to think that your AMC is going to go from $7 up to $70 is just it's, – it's not doable.
2: A lot of folks are upset about exactly what you just said. Uh, you know, Robinhood and several of these brokerage firms locking the doors and saying you cannot invest in certain things, that this is a violation of the free right. market – Uh, Right. You know, there's talk on Capitol Hill today about exactly that. Uh, Is there any legal repercussions for folks uh, that were part of this Reddit surge? Uh, I've heard that this could be considered fraud in certain ways. Uh, What what are these people facing? Well, as far as fraud on the Reddit
1: uh, on the Reddit people side, I mean, I don't I don't buy that. I mean, there's there are. You know, I won't use any names, but you can get on, you know, get on YouTube and look at any any uh, mainstream media financial news network. And back when the back when the stock market, you know, quote unquote, crashed back in March, you know, when the pandemic started, dropped down, you know, 35 percent in you know, two weeks or whatever. I mean, there was there were billionaires. You know, going across the the television every day, saying, "Oh, you know, the you know the world's coming to an end" and all this other kind of stuff. And they were pocketing two billion dollars on returns on stuff that they were buying. And you got politicians that are, you know, going to meetings on Capitol Hill and then going home and 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 getting out of positions that they know that are going to be affected when the economy gets shut down. So it's like any it's like anything else. You know, what's good for you know, what's good for me is not good for thee, you know? And, and, and you have a very valid point though. I think there's, I think there may be some kind of like unfair um, regulation hurt that, that, that hurts retail investors, which all that does is just, it, it just, I think it, I think it increases a monopoly. You know, you gotta, you gotta put your you got to put your TSP or your four hundred one k or your or your personal IRA and an index fund and shut up and color. You know you can't do any can't do any um, you know stuff as far as you know independent investing or looking at uh, you know other options that are out there or uh, investing in individual companies that that you really enjoy. And I, I think I think there could be some kind of um, you know heavy handed uh, unfair. Uh, retail investing um uh regulations coming down the pipe or whatever and and as far as i'm concerned when it when when those kind of things happen they never get reversed when those freedoms and 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 that that kind of uh stuff happens to individual investors and individual citizens it's not coming back you know the the banks got overrate well the, the banks got overregulated, I guess, after the after two thousand eight. But they've they've basically been given to the key, you know the keys to the car back and can can kind of do what they want to do now.
2: Are are there any long term repercussions for what we've just witnessed? Uh, you know the the average investor taking a, uh, taking on these larger hedge funds using their powers against them, so to speak. Um, are is there any type of larger fallout that could come from this?
1: I don't, I don't believe that. I, I don't believe there is. I, I, I think t- t- to be honest with you, you know, uh, the way technology is now and, um, the, the speed of information, I think people forget about this in a week, a week from now, they'll move on. They'll, they'll, they'll move on to some, they'll, they'll move on to something else. There'll be some kind of issue with, um, you know the overall health of the economy and and the the, the way the market is functioning and all that other kind of stuff. And this is kind of just like a flash in the pan. Um, and there there may be some, you know, because for a progressive or a libertarian, they love this stuff. I mean, this is like they they socked it to the man and they, they were able to get a to get a victory there. Um, but individually you have to look at the, you got to look at the repercussions, you know, people lost their money and, um, you know, now they're going to have to save more or work harder to get back to where they were, as opposed to, you know, just the more conservative, um, you know, socking that money away as much as you can uh, when you're young uh, on a consistent basis and building wealth that way, as opposed to, you know, pulling the slot machine uh, lever,
2: one of the things that came to my mind as I was watching this fiasco unfold was that if we can do this with uh stocks like GameStop and AMC and BlackBerry, can this level of crowdsourced uh, guerrilla investment affect other industries like the housing market? Uh can we can we be looking at, you know, uh, a groundswell of market manipulators at the lower level.
1: It's been, uh, to be honest, uh, to be honest with you, it's been like that for a hundred years. It's been going on here for decades. Um, You know, we started keeping the books pretty well after, after 1920 and uh, these things come up, you know, I was talking to, I was talking to a couple of friends today and, you know, these things come up like you know, like once every 10 years, you know, maybe once or maybe one or one and a half, two times every 20 years or whatever, and there'll be some big winners and there'll be a bunch of losers and then something else to come along. And, you know, and there's housing bubbles and, that are happening right now and they've been going on for the last, you know, two years again. You know, I think in, you know, I think in Las Vegas, you know, home prices are above what they were in you know, uh you know, 2008 and it's going to, it's going to continue, you know, can they, can they, can they muscle their their way through, you know, a lot of people ask, Oh, could this happen to, could this happen to, you know, Amazon or Apple or somebody like that? Um, In my opinion, you know, it can't, you know, those, those are big companies. They're, they're, they have a lot of cash. They're very well run and, they you know are not in that position, and the amount of money that it would take to to manipulate that you know it's all based on market cap you know and and gamestop is a small company, and when you throw two two and a half billion dollars at it they have no they got they have no recourse there's no defense there's no defense to that so um you got the you got the people on Reddit that were able to get the, get the victory uh, on this one, but it, it takes a lot of, it takes a lot of effort and it takes a lot of steam from a lot of people. And then if you look at it though, at the end of the day, after four days, they can shut it off. They can say, you can't buy that anymore. And then the stuff just stops.
2: So what so. happens now? Uh, the, you know, let's say tomorrow morning, everything kind of goes back to normal. Uh, No repercussions. We're good. We're just, you know, whoever made their money, made their money. Whoever lost it, lost it. We're right back to uh, worrying about the pandemic and who's in charge of uh, the country.
1: Yeah, I think that's I think that's where I think that's where it ends up. You know, there'll be there'll be stuff tossed around about, you know, a class action lawsuit against, um, you know, Robin Hood or or, you know, TD Ameritrade or somebody, anybody that anybody that shut off. You know, trading in those stocks. I mean, there, there, I'm sure there's. Well, I, I know for a fact there probably there's attorneys everywhere. You know, licking their chops, going, okay, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this, and somebody will do some math, and they'll say, hey, you know, the, the if this thing would have unwound to zero, and they would have had to cover everything, it would have been worth, uh, you know, ten billion dollars or whatever, and then, and then like anything else, it will be like your email getting hacked at Yahoo, and you'll submit your paperwork, and you'll get twenty two bucks uh, f- from the settlement or whatever, but y- you may see stuff like that. But, um, I mean, you know how it is. It's just stuff goes crazy on Twitter, on Reddit. And then next thing you know, you don't hear anything about it after 48 hours.
2: Dave Biggs, thank you so much for, uh, explaining this to us. And I, um, you know, I, I will ed- uh, we're not fine. I'm not a financial advisor and Dave is definitely not giving you financial advice, folks. That is not Absolutely what not. Uh, but I will say and I, I think Dave will agree with me that if you're going to invest your money, do your homework. Don't jump into uh, some half thoughts, you know, some some harebrained scheme uh, with all your money. You know, be if this is all your money, be very careful. Do what you think is right, folks, but uh, give it some thought. Make sure you're doing what's right for you. And uh, Dave, thanks again.
1: Absolutely. I appreciate you and everything you do for these guys.
2: All righty, sir. Folks, I'm Rod Rodriguez. You can find me at Twitter at Rod, And as always, you can find me at ConnectingBets.com.